This is CliffCentral.com. Hello and welcome to another In Conference with Michael Jackson here on your favorite podcast platform. This is CliffCentral.com. And this show, In Conference with Michael Jackson, is a show designed to bring you the people that I'm lucky enough to meet on my conference travels around the planet. I speak at over 180 conferences a year, I think, now. And the, the, the reason that's important, I guess, is that I get to meet some amazing people that I share the stage with or who I meet on my travels. And Gareth and I thought it would be a really cool idea to bring those people to you via this podcast platform. I'm also very fond of homegrown South African talent. My guest on this particular podcast is no exception to that. She is an amazing lady by the name of Joni Petty. And I first met her when she was working on the Enneagram, which is stuff to do with human behavior. But more recently, she's teamed up with another speaker that I know, Selene Erasmus, and the two of them are traveling the planet at the moment, talking about a concept called FAB. We're going to find out all about it by introducing Joni to you now, and let's understand what's really going on in the world of our own personal behaviors. How do we become better people? Joni, what a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Michael. Pleasure to be with you. So this FAB thing that you're working on, or FAB, what's it all about? We came across the concept uh, and crafted it together, Michael, because we realized in corporate teams and organizations is that you have really clever people, and you must meet many of those, great IQ, and they're leading organizations, but they their behavior in terms of managing team cohesiveness and collaboration and being innovative in terms of solving today's problems was really severely lacking. So we had a look at really what was uh, going down in terms of corporate, what their pain is. And people are sluggish. They're tired. They uh, generally, some of them are sick. So we, we came across uh, the fact that people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. And hence the fab quotient was born. So you would know that uh, we are all born with an IQ, intellectual quotient, and we can develop our EQ, emotional quotient. But FAB quotient really had to look at our energy, our balance, our vitality, and our ability to cope with today's stresses. So that's how it came about. And that was about seven years ago. I mean, you could have described that in that preamble to it by describing me or everybody else who's listening to us right now. We're under more pressure, doing more meetings, more things, more social media. The work-life balance concept has been blown completely. I don't seem to have a work-life balance. I just, I'm struggling to find a work balance, let alone put my life into perspective. Is that what you and your colleague, Selena Erasmus, are really working on, putting, putting more balance back into people's lives? Absolutely. And in fact, what we do with a lot of our workshops and our keynote talks, Michael, is around work-life integration, because I think balance is a fallacy. I mean, you just said it yourself. Yeah. Is you time poor, social media, um, you know, really kind of eats into the hours of the day, plus you travel a tremendous amount. So people like you are generally time poor, and the other term we use is stress-rich and and that has a huge effect on our health and well-being and ability to really cope on a day-to-day basis. So we need to look at, at the, the point you brought up is how do we integrate our work with our home and really make sure that we are giving the energy required for that particular dimension of your life at that time. So you will know there are times that you are just gung-ho with your clients and there's not a lot of home time. But then you come back from some international travels and then you're focused on really – 
being present with your family. So we're saying, you know, when you're at work, work, but when you're at home, be at home and be mindful and present about those quality relationships when you are with them. So it's not about getting a balance right, because that's very different for each of us, but it's about saying, let's look at all dimensions of life and integrate what's appropriate for that point in time for that week and that month. So before we get into some hints and tips that our listeners can pick up for themselves right now, what qualifies you as a behavioralist working with your partner, Selena Rasmus, who I know is by her background as a dietitian? I mean, I understand the balance of putting a behavioralist together with a dietitian, um, but what qualifies Joni Petty to tell people how to improve their lot? Good, good question, Michael. I, my background is corporate. So I was very fortunate to work with three multinationals, Unilever, Bristol Myers Squibb, and Kimberly Clark. So that, with my years of studying the Enneagram as a behavioral strategist, really qualifies me to identify with the pain with what corporate uh, execs are going through. So I've walked that talk, and for 19 years now, I have worked with the Enneagram, and I head up the Enneagram Association of South Africa, and that is linked to the Enneagram Institute in New York. That is the oldest institute, and it's actually, I've just thought about this, phenomenal that you asked me on this very day, because on this very day in 1977, Don Riso, who is known as the father of the Enneagram, who trained me over the 19 years, came about the fact that the Enneagram is not as a, a personality system and a way of understanding our behavior is not one-dimensional. It's actually three-dimensional. So he spent 10 years, and this is a not a word of a lie because his partner verifies this with me, he spent 10 years in the Harvard Business School Library looking at the three-dimensional nature of the Enneagram and what attitudes and behaviors drive each of the nine personality types of the Enneagram. So really, that's a long-winded answer to what qualifies me. It's being in three multinationals and 19 years of working with the Enneagram with the executive teams. And for people who are not familiar with the Enneagram uh, Enneagram scenario, you can go Google this. It's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. And you can do your own Enneagram typing and personality tests free on Google as well. A lot of HR people use it in terms of profiling people and trying to understand what kind of behaviors they're likely to display. And there are certain types and characteristics. So I get the background, and thank you for that, Joni. Um, trying to be mindful of you as well. I've got to use all the words when I'm thinking of talking with you <laughs> because you are an expert within it. Um, but thinking now for people listening to our podcast, if they want to improve their overall uh, life integration and what it is that they're doing for themselves in these very stressful times, what are your top hints and tips that our listeners could take away right now? I would say the uh, top hints are the first thing is sleep. We are living in a society where we are sleep deprived and uh, living in a state of brain fog. So the top hint, the number one essential element for well-being is adequate and good quality sleep. So getting that uh, on average seven to eight hours a night, and I'm sure many of our listeners are going, oh, my shattered nerves, I don't get anywhere near that. If you don't get seven to eight hours, then you do need to learn to power nap during the day. The brain as a muscle absolutely cannot function at full throttle unless you have adequate sleep. So a lot of the execs I work with, Michael, are not getting adequate sleep. So that's your first priority. Mm -hmm. Second priority is uh, we have got to look after 
the, this engine, which we call our body, in terms of working these long hours, and you have to snack for stamina. So that's where Selena Rasmus comes in as a registered dietitian. She really brings a phenomenal dimension to the fab quotient. If you want to feel energized, well, um, and at the top of your game, you have to snack six to eight snacks during the day. So gone are the days where you have a huge breakfast, huge lunch, and then a ginormous supper as you're about to park your, your engine or your body under the duvet. And that's the, the, you know, the last time of the day that you eat and you don't need mm. to food. So a top tip is to say less on your plate, but eat more frequently. So a nice smoothie in the morning, a 10 o'clock snack, a, you know, 12 o'clock good balanced lunch. And if you can't do that, because many of us are on the go and we between clients, then of course you just make sure that you've got nuts, you've got dried fruit, you've got fresh fruit uh, in your cubby hole, in your computer bag. But snacking for stamina, you'll find that at 5 p.m. then you will have as much energy and vitality and, and mental strength as you do at 8 a.m. in the morning. So that's the second tip. And the third tip is certainly around our um, activation. So many of us and, and your listeners would be included in this is that you don't have time to exercise. I'm sure you battle to get to that gym. And the World Health Organization says we don't need to go to the gym for an hour at a time or three days a week. We actually need to keep our bodies active during the day. And uh, what we advocate from the fab quotient perspective is that if you really get up every hour on the hour and you move around for five minutes, that's what we call activating our bodies. You get fresh oxygenated blood to your head. You think quite differently, and that gives you energy for the day as well. So fuel your body correctly. Behave in a good way in terms of you get adequate sleep. And the third tip is around be active during the day so that you uh, keep this body mobile. We were not designed to sit for hours on end. And in fact, one of the chapters in our Fab Quotient book is sitting is the new smoking. Oh, wow. Okay. I kind of like the feel of that. Now, you launched the book. I know it's been selling incredibly well. Um, where do people find the Fab Quotient book? On our website, which is uh, www.resilientenergycenter.com. And that's spelled the American way, C-E-N-T-E-R dot com. And then we had a number of health stores around the country, but best to have one point of contact for your listeners on our website. I mean, what you're saying, Joni, makes completely logical sense. You know, the right amount of sleep, the right amount of fuel, the right amount of bodily activation. I've started wearing one of those Fitbit devices, you know, one of those little trackers. And I'm trying okay. to get through a set number of steps every day. It's bloody difficult, I've got to tell you. Yeah, but the, the awareness that you're building, Michael, is exactly what we need people to do. So you might not get through it, but now you're aware of how many steps you are taking or not taking, and you can moderate your own behavior. We're trying to deal with people who are completely clueless about the fact that they are sitting in the traffic, an hour going to work, 10 hours behind the desk, and an hour coming home. So wearing a Fitbit is a fantastic start because then you start to think, okay, I've just arrived at a client. I made it hazard tape across the lift doors and I'm going to take the stairs. So every little bit counts. And I'm sure you're aware that you do take the stairs instead of the lift or the escalator, or you do park your car slightly further. I've got some clients out at a business school yesterday who are taking our advice and having walking meetings. And I know in the States, when we work in the States, that they do have treadmill desks. So we are certainly seeing worldwide the Fitbit kind of devices, the wearables, as we call them, Michael, create fantastic awareness. And that starts to moderate daily behavior because we are all time poor. So we cannot 
find that extra hour in the day to get to a gym to go running, canoeing, or cycling. And uh, it's just about adequate movement every hour on the hour at least. And I guess the biggest plan for getting more sleep is to turn off the last screen you look at at night, which is generally a TV or a telephone screen, um, and and get into bed earlier. I'm so glad you brought that up. We just launched under the Fab Quotient a concept called Digital Detox, and we are challenging our corporate teams to detox digitally at least an hour, Michael, before you turn off your light. So turn off all screens and TV at least an hour before, and uh, that allows the brain to go into a good, relaxed, quality sleep. So get that good REM quality sleep. And I'm thrilled with the fact that some of the uh, countries around the world have hooked onto this. Finland and Sweden, I think, have now um, also instituted digital detox. And no emails are allowed to be sent after 7 p.m. I challenged a big uh, financial organization to do that the other day. And the CEO stood up after our talk at a business school and said, this is it. This is the law. There will be no emails between 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. And I love that because uh, we've got into quite an ego state of, you know, can I, I, I choose to reply to my emails at 2 a.m. And there's some ridiculous times that people are sending um, responses to their emails during the night or early hours of the morning. So I think self-control and self-moderation to your very point, and thank you for raising that, is that learn to uh, yeah, be a bit more self-controlled before you go to bed and, and ease into a good quality um, type of sleep, not just the hours. So it certainly seems that we could do what it is that you're promoting. And I know that you talk about this across conference stages around the region, around the world as well. I mean, what kind of response are you getting? You're never going to run out of people to impress with it because we're all in the same bloody problem, right? Yeah, absolutely. So what we, our approach, Michael, is very pragmatic on that conference stage because it's not about going to buy lots of things and change your life dramatically. In fact, a lot of our philosophy with the Fab Quotient is from a phenomenal professor at Stanford University by the name of B.J. Fogg. And he came up with a concept called Tiny Habits. And he is a behaviorist as well, like myself, uh, seems to be a lot cleverer than I am. He's uh, looked at actually from a science perspective is how can we shift behavior? So to your very point is we won't run out of people, but we're also saying to the very people that we meet, whether we're on stage for an hour um, or we're having a half-day workshop at a big conference, is that what are the tiny things you can do to fuel, to unlock your energy, to activate so that you can reduce your stress and uh, behave so that you can be more authentic. And I know in the team dimension is people need to collaborate more powerfully because, as you would know, teams are working cross-culture, cross-country, cross-time zone, um, and many other matrices in terms of how they work together. So we need to collaborate powerfully across the world. And these tiny little habits is what we need to put into place in order to manage our well-being because the world is getting sicker and fatter, there is no doubt. Yeah, I certainly feel that way myself. So fuel, activate, and behave. There's the FAB quotient. Those are the words of Joni Petty. Joni, 15 minutes flyby. You're probably due to go walking around somewhere. I've got to do that as well now. Can't sit in the studio throughout the course of the day. Um, where do people get hold of you, Joni? How do they best reach you? Because we're running rapidly out of time. Again, at our website, Resilient Energy Center, ter.com. And uh, join the FAB community. We will email you once a week on other very simple and pragmatic tips to implement into your daily life.
The Resilient Energy Center spelt the American way. Time is against us. I have to thank my guest for being with us on the show. Uh, sleep better, eat better, activate yourself more. And hey, you could feel like Joni Pettyfields and listen to her. She's a bundle of energy. Joni, thank you for being with us on the program. It's been a real pleasure having you. Great, Marco, and have a superb and fab day. I'm certainly going to do my very best. I'm going to go and have a snack right now. You've been listening to In Conference with Michael Jackson right here on your favorite podcast platform, This is cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.